and welcome back to another Iron Will podcast with me, Shane Warner, and John Chase. So what this podcast is all about is we are trying to get stories from people that have been through a traumatic experience in their lives and came out a different person. Yeah, they have all created an Iron Will. So what is an Iron Will? A burning determination that cannot be stopped or hindered by anything. Willing to do anything to get a desired outcome. Extremely resilient. So what we like to say is we like to say, just keep punching. (laughs) Yeah. So sit back and relax and we're going to start the show. And today we have Nicole Rogers on the podcast with us and how I know Nicole is from the Own the Dash group page on Facebook. And so when I started my um, group page on Facebook, Iron Will, she was one of the first to join that. And she was always like contributing and stuff like that to that group page. And so I decided to make her uh, admin and that was honestly one of the best decisions that I have I, I've ever made. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I'm just going to have Nicole kind of introduce herself and um, just take it away, Nicole. Okay, hi, I'm Nicole, um, single mom of two amazing children. Um, my son is 19 um, and my daughter is uh, 17. Um, I work for the state of Maryland doing their um, inventory, which I absolutely love. And I'm so excited to do this mm-hmm. and share my story with you guys. Yeah, we're, we're really excited too. It's obvious that like family means a lot to you. And that's what I kind of respect about you the most. Like you're always, seems like you're always um, active in your kids lives oh very much so they you know they saved my life sometimes you know Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. so um i want to start this podcast off by you telling us about age 17 to 20 or yeah 22 years old okay so um like most kids i kind of had a wild side really got into you know started with the drinking and pot smoking um and then it kind of just spun out of control um Mm. I was arrested for the first time at 17 um, for uh, possession of marijuana, and it just, like I said, it just spiraled out of control. We um, we didn't realize at the time that um, I had mental health issues or to the extent that they were, mm-hmm. um, and so it kind of, once I graduated high school, the partying really ramped up. I started doing any and every drug you can imagine. Um, uh, very promiscuous in my actions. It was, you know, it, you, of course you think it's fun at the time. You don't realize the uh, damage you're actually causing. Yeah, right. Uh, 
I was uh, 20, 19 or 20, the second time I was arrested. Um, and again, it was for possession of marijuana. And uh, at the time, I couldn't, it wasn't kind of a, it was a slap on the wrist, but at the same time, it had more consequences. I was put in outpatient rehab. Mm. Um, I'd moved to San Diego right after um, my, uh, after being arrested. And I had to come home back here to Maryland for court. Um, so I went through the outpatient rehab. And I did really good with it. Uh, I never realized she could have withdrawals from uh, marijuana, but mm. the nightmares mm. were <laughs> yeah, that's were rough. I left San Diego. Uh, I was a little after I was twenty-one. I flew home on July fourth, and you know, being twenty-one, it was like, oh, I can, you know, now I can legally drink. And I started drinking uh, more than I could ever imagine. Uh, mm. Some days I wonder how um, I was put in the hospital certain times for uh alcohol poisoning so yeah 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 that's tough yeah that's uh so um i want to know what made you turn your life around you know what happened to you that really sparked your desire to get better getting pregnant with my son okay sure he um i met my son's father we are um of course, no longer together, but we are pretty much like the best of friends. We talk constantly. Mm. Um, my son actually lives with his dad down in Florida. Um, okay. But I met him at a bar. He was a bouncer and, you know, really fast relationship. And we got pregnant and I just knew I was meant to be a mom. Yep. Mm. And so he, like I said, in some ways, but he doesn't know this, but he'll know now that he <sighs> saved his mom's life. I'm sure he's. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think that's great that you look at it that way because yeah. some, I've, I've seen it over and over where some moms are like, okay, well, I'm not going to do any drugs or drink or anything like while I'm pregnant, but then yeah. afterwards, then they start back up yep. and it's like, man, you went off for that long. Like why? Like yeah. you might as well just stay off. Like it's, yeah, it, it's hard, but I'm glad you look at, you looked at it that way. Does he, if you told him that, like that he... He was kind of the reason nope. why. Oh, okay. Maybe nope. um, he'll, he'll know now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll hear the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, but he does know. Um, I was always um, very uh, open about mm-hmm. what I did as a child because I wanted him to. I never wanted him to not think it was he couldn't come to me that I yeah, wouldn't right. understand. Yeah, right. With anything. That was, yeah. Uh, yep. That was and, my. And I think goal. that's an advantage that you can take from this, like your ability to relate with your kids issues, you know, for sure. Yeah. He, um, and they've always said, and I just actually talked to him about it the other day. Um, they've always said that, you know, like sometimes your kids are going to be like twice as bad as you are. Mm. And so I was always like, Oh goodness, this is going to be awful. (laughs) (laughs) And he is absolutely um, amazing. He's never gotten into any How any old is trouble. he? He's 19. 19 okay, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. he's in, he works in construction. And, you know, he graduated high school. Everything I could want, you know, out of a kid, he's been. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can relate with that because my kids don't know everything that I did. But they have a good understanding most of my kids the older ones i have six daughters and it's it's kind of 
I don't tell the younger ones some of the things that I did, but the older ones, they, they kind of know. And uh, it helps them kind of see that there, there is a chance for people. So if they meet people, they're not going to harshly judge them as much, right? That are going through right. stuff, right? Which that does help because I'm like, listen, your mom met me when I was going through all this stuff and I ended up with her. You know what I mean? There, so if you got, if, if you literally turn yourself away from some of these people that they, the real reason why they're doing the drugs and, and uh, all the sexual activity and all that kind of stuff is because they, they're lacking love in the home. Yeah. They're lacking, you know what I mean? And, and that's what it was for me. Well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So when I talk to my kids that way, it's like, we give you guys, we support you. We, we show that we love you. We care for you, all that kind of stuff that all those other things that you, you think you could jump into with your friends. Like you don't, you don't even need to go there. You don't need to experience that. I've been there. I know what it does and here's my experience. And so it's great being a parent to be able to relate to any other challenges that they have. And it uh, seems like you've done that. You know, you just, I feel, um, I like you, I want them to, I want him um, and my daughter to see mommy was here, but mm. this is where mommy's at now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's great. I've, I've always wanted like for him, if he does get in trouble to call me, yeah. you know, be like, Hey mom. Hey mom, I happened. messed up. You have that trust. Yeah. That's great. It's good to have the trust. Yeah. Yep. And so, and so many kids don't have that. They don't. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have two kids, right? Yep. And so can you tell us a little bit about your daughter? Yeah. So, um, Caitlin is, like I said, she's 17. Um, she's had a rough start to life and she's mm. amazing now. Um, she was born and, uh, a little graphic, but the cord was around her neck okay. and, um, she ended up hitting the bedpost. Um, I sadly, my doctor was not ready. Oh. Um, so she had a rough entrance into the world. Um, mm -hmm. Here in the state of Maryland, they test hearing before they discharge children. Mm -hmm. And um, they noticed that Caitlin was, uh, she wasn't responding in her left ear. Um, mm. So, you know, we had to wait a little while for her to get a little older. And we did find out that she was completely deaf in her left ear. Okay. Um, was that due to the the blow to the head or do you, do you think it was or, or not? You know, that one we've actually struggled with trying to figure out because she, mm -hmm. by the time she was seven, she became completely deaf okay. in both ears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but she also, we also noticed that she wasn't doing the things that her brother and my uh ex-husband has a, another daughter from a previous relationship. Mm -hmm. And so you notice that, you know, she's not doing what she should, you know, the growth things, you know, yeah. like crawling. So um, we started getting her checked out through the, you know, um, different systems out here. Mm -hmm. We ended up ending up taking her to Johns Hopkins because they thought she was having, um, I forget the name of the seizures, but uh, pet moth seizures. Okay. And, um, through that, we found out that, uh, she had, she was born with brain damage. Oh. Um, her, while in utero, she did not, her brain didn't fully develop. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a blow. Um, okay. as a mom, you kind of feel guilty. So mm. what, like, what is she diagnosed with? 
Um, so she is in a state of, uh, out here considered multiple disabilities. She is deaf. She has autism and mm-hmm. she's uh, brain damage. Mm. But um, so, uh, she's doing really good. I've watched videos you've you've posted on Facebook and stuff like that, and it's it's amazing how how responsive she is and how mm. like she just doesn't seem like anything ever bothers her. So, um, yeah, she's, well, absolutely amazing. You can, you know, like you said, you see the videos, she's always laughing and giggling and just having a really good time. Mm -hmm. Um, so going through it all, they, um, thought she would never, well, they told us she would never walk and, you know, we had her in uh, leg braces and we were getting ready to, uh, start looking at different wheelchairs for her. And I credit my ex-husband more than anything. He was like, nope, we're, she's going to be just direct to the kids. We're going to, you know, keep trying. You know, we're not going to just give up. Mm-hmm. And so we did. We, we, we kept her in those braces. We worked with her. We had physical therapists, um, cognitive therapists. And that was just our, we just raised her like one of the other kids. Um, right. Schooling was difficult for sure. a very long time. Um, cause there was no, like you would put it, we would put her in one program and they'd say, well, she's disabled, but she's not enough disabled. Mm. And then you put her in another one where they were called open classrooms, which is kind of, they're in normal school. I call it normal, but you know, what's really normal, Yeah, right. but they put her in with, you know, they put her in with like the average, um, school system and there would be like 10 kids with other, you know, disabilities. Mm-hmm. And that became, well, she's got too many disabilities. And, you know, uh, Kennedy Krieger tried to help. Um, mm. So now she is actually in a school called Maryland School for the Deaf. Okay. And she's really excelled. That's where her, the personality that you see, yeah. that's where it came from. The funny mm. personality. Um, oh, yeah. She um, <laughs> she has blossomed so much. Like, they, um, she actually, prior to COVID, she lives at the school Monday through Friday. And, um, their goal is, their goal is to teach kids how to, one, of course, as a deaf person, live in a hearing society, but also, um, a lot of these kids do also have autism and other, like I said, disabilities, but they work with these kids to get them to work in, you know, jobs, you know, stocking shelves, uh, working at floral shops, um, for Caitlin, she likes animation, so finding schooling for her to go do that, like. Um, how to do laundry, how to, you know, pay bills. They, they teach all this stuff that you need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's uh, what they should be teaching in school. Like, it doesn't make sense some of the stuff they're teaching. <laughs> right? <laughs> it really doesn't. These poor kids, you know, some of them graduate not knowing how to keep a checkbook, yeah. change a tire, that's you funny. know. Um, <laughs> so, so um yeah what like what out of all these struggles has been the hardest and i know you personally deal with um fibromyalgia and also you said you're bipolar yep okay so i just want to know what has been the hardest thing to overcome and mm-hmm. what you're still working on and stuff like that so I think the hardest to overcome was uh, really just facing the reality of it all. Yeah. That, um, sure. 
you know, this is this your is life. Me, you know? yeah. You know, um, sadly, of course, there's a. I, I think it's you know kind of like uh, I not ironic, but that we're actually talking about this on World Mental Health Day. Oh. Hey, yeah, I had, I had no idea, but that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a lot of stigma, you know, um, Mm -hmm. sure. It's one thing, you know, when you just say you're depressed or you have anxiety, a lot of people can relate to that. A lot lot of people, I think all people Mm -hmm. living can relate to that. Exactly. You know, that we've all had moments where, you know, you panic or, you yeah. know, like things have just totally devastated us. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was just finally facing the reality. Um, when I was younger, you know, I, after I, shortly after I had I, Caitlin, um, I tried to go to therapy um, and the medication and, and I just reacted. And you're mm-hmm. dealing with her p- problems also. So that's uh, like, I don't know. It seems really hard to deal with both of those things. Yeah, it was, you know, it, it was difficult because, you know, my husband, of course, had to work, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes it was just I was alone with three kids, you know, because his daughter would come and stay with us. And, oh, yeah. Sure. And and yeah. how was that on your relationship? Like, um, did it put extra stress on the relationship or did you guys have each other's back or what was going on there? Um, so I think it was kind of a mixture of both, you know, yeah. because, uh, like I said, we not knowing that I was bipolar, the mood swings that would happen for him, you know, wasn't always fair. Sure. You know, yeah. and then there are times where I would be resentful that he wasn't around as much. Mm. Like I wasn't appreciating him, you know, going out and working every day and him not being home and not getting, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, But, um, you know, the one thing about us is our, the kids were always our focus, you know? Um, It was, you know, even now, you know, now that we're separated, it is still all about, you know, Caitlin, you know, it's Mm. all about making sure she gets time with everybody. You know, it's, you know, I think that's where, we were able to make everything okay if we had the kids. That's good. At yeah. least, that, yeah. Um, at least there was that. Yeah, it's uh, and like relationships are super hard anyway, you know. And I think you did really well with uh, holding it together. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Um, there are days, like I said, I really wonder how I did it because it hasn't always been um, super easy. I'm very blessed, you know, um, having my mom and dad and, you know, my family, you know, family, they've been very family supportive. Is, it's so like good to have around, you know, oh, yeah, for sure. Shane, Shane knows that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, listening to everybody's stories, you know, all the people before me on the podcast and mm-hmm. Shane's story and John listening to, um, mm-hmm. part of your story through YouTube and you, you just, you know, you kind of see that we, you know, it gives you perspective that everybody has their own struggle. Sure. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, and you never know what people are really going through. Like you don't know, like you might see it on the surface, like, and then it, um, really shows its face and Mm -hmm. you kind of, well, most people aren't willing to, to just 
say, hello, hi, my name is John. Here's yeah. my life story, right? Yeah. <laughs> Most people right. are, are, you and, have to get to know them to really like yeah, understand. So that's why I'm like really thankful that we've found this podcast, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. It, it's just a way for people to like, relate to others for mm -hmm. one and mm -hmm. to have the opportunity to share their stories. Yeah. A platform to, yeah. to share on. Yeah. It's great. Okay, it's, it's, it, it is very difficult. Like you said, just to be like, Hey, this is me, Yeah, you know, to, you know, and to be able to just like have someone to talk to and someone who mm -hmm. asks questions. Sure. It, like you said, it gives us a platform, you yeah. know? And yep. my thing is always, if I can just help one person, I, you know, I'm a little bit more open about my mental health and the things I've dealt with. Mm -hmm. um, but if I can help one person, my and life is complete. Let yeah, me ask awesome. you if that's why you are so open because you want to help people out with like bipolar and like the issues you deal with with fibromyalgia. And with your daughter and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Like most definitely. Um, Great. I want people to, you know, like, cause sometimes when you get that first diagnosis, it is so it's shocking, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. I, um, it's shocking. You don't know how you're going to deal with it. Um, sometimes there's relief. Like when I found out I had fibromyalgia, it was a relief because it's like, okay, I'm not crazy because yeah. you, you have all these symptoms constantly. Yeah. You just don't know why. You're like, no and wonder my, I'm so fatigued and feel like I'm in pain all the time. Yeah. Like, no wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, why can't I remember something, you know? Mm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is um, in some ways not being able to remember a lot of the past. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the fog just kind of like takes over. Yeah, um, that's hard. But my goal is really I just want people who are just getting recently diagnosed to see like, you know, there are some people who can't do things on fibromyalgia. I'm very blessed that I can, Yeah, you know, sure. um, and I want them to see you can still work. You can still have a family. You can, you know, there are things you can still, mm -hmm. um, do. So I'm curious about what, like, what are some of the symptoms of fibromyalgia? Um, so a lot of it mimics, um, arthritis okay. because a lot of, we can get pain in our hands, like um, nerve pain and stuff. Oh, yeah, you get a lot of, um, I forget what it's called, but the tingling in your feet, it's yeah. almost where you can't feel it. There are days, um, like, I can't even feel, like, uh, the ridges of my fingertips. Um, mm. It's almost like they go away. Um, lots of brain fog, lots of fatigue. Um, and mm -hmm. when I say fatigue, it is, like, it can take me hours just to get myself out of bed. Sure, yeah. It mimics IBS. Um, it's... I'll tell you something I would never wish on my worst enemy. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. oh. It, you know, it, and the sad part is, of course, like the depression comes with it, you know, because you can't do the things you used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're also prone to um, tearing uh, the chest, the lining of our chest walls um, if we do too much exertion. And yeah. that, mm -hmm. of course, that at that point in time, it's extremely it's, painful. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And it mimics a heart attack. So oh, you, yeah. you know, you, you, and of course, as you get older, it's like, okay, crap, am I really having a heart attack? <laughs> right, you know? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, I think they say there's something like um, 200 different mm -hmm. symptoms that can, you know, 
Um, I'm very blessed. I have an amazing doctor who he, he checks for things. He just doesn't like say, okay, Nicole, this is fibromyalgia. Yeah. And we're right. just going to toss it in that bucket. Um, so I'm very blessed there that I have one who cares. Somebody who's um, working with you through it. And yeah, that's good. And do you have oh, yeah. people like that for your, um, bipolar? Um, yes and no. Um, I do have a therapist that I see and I have, um, a psychiatrist that with medicine, sadly for me, um, I'm very sensitive to serotonin mm. and, um, I end up with the really bad side effects from it. Um, so mm. it's a, a game of here, let's try this and let's try that. And, yeah. uh, I actually got frustrated with this last round and, uh, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to try it again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's just finding that balance. I, I would assume. Yeah. And it's difficult, you know, and I know it's difficult for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a fan of medicine. Um, I actually really don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's beneficial, yeah. but, um, you know. Yeah, if I can, like, get out of taking any medicine as soon as I can, I feel a lot better. Right. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. well, yeah, you have, there's, um, a, there's, a, there's a reward there, but there's yeah. also the risk. Right? Well, Side it's effects. like um, I just got off of baclofen. Um, I stopped taking it, but you had to, like, level it off. Or else you get like um, like hallucinations and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's oh, yeah. c- kind of scary when, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> when you're planning to come off that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want that. To I, I was um, I was taking Ativan and it was the same thing. I had to, you know, it was like, okay, here yeah. we're gonna take this much out and wean yourself and, off. Yeah. yeah, it took like four to six weeks, I think, <laughs> before we could get me it's off crazy, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Nicole, um, I actually, I have some, some, uh, some suggestions if you are open. Um, I can actually send you an email. I have a little ebook that has, um, it's an anti-inflammatory diet. I've put a lot of ladies on this that have had fibromyalgia. Um, now it's not, it's not going to necessarily be as good for, for bipolar, but but decreasing inflammation, having a diet that's clean in um, pro and pro-inflammatories versus the anti-inflammatory foods, and uh, it it kind of explains which ones are which and what you can introduce, stuff like that. It's totally natural. I can send that over to you if you just if you give me your email, you oh. can just shoot it over to to uh, um, to Shane's phone, and uh, I can send that over to you. And you can check it out. Um, oh, I would love that. Yeah, just anything that helps. I, yeah. I've, uh, yeah. Well, um, I can't me and John, how, we, yeah. me and John were talking about the importance of your diet before yeah. the podcast, mm-hmm. and he was teaching me some really, yeah, yeah <laughs> really valuable information. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think oh, about yeah. it. So, like, all of your your cells have responses, right? Your immune system has a response. Um, whether to go into autopilot, right? An autopilot meaning inc- boosting up um, inflammatory cytokines and things like that. And if you have too many of them in your brain, that causes brain fog, which causes stress, which causes fatigue. And then that fatigue in turn makes you feel depressed. And then the depression enhances the immune system. So the immune system shoots out more inflammatory cytokines. And you get this like loop, right? 
So when something's oh, yeah. autoimmune, it's on autopilot. And it's hard to shut that system off. Yeah. So in the gut is where it starts. To be, to be honest, um, in all the research and all the studies I've ever seen, it's at least 80% of your serotonin is actually produced inside the gut, not in the brain. But the drugs only deal with the brain. They reuptake serotonin, right? Or, or inhibitors. Right. They're, they're uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Um, so you're trying to utilize the, the, the amount of serotonin that uh, comes off those, those neurons in the brain where it's actually produced, most of it is produced in the gut. And if you're already having like IBS symptoms and things like that, then the gut's all not making enough serotonin in general. So these two things you're dealing with could be interrelated to the gut. Yeah. So um, a lot of stuff, I mean, I have, I have a lot of stuff I could send you. I've worked <laughs> on my own gut issues. I've helped a lot of people get through some of their uh, chronic inflammation and things like that. So I'll send some stuff I over to you. Yeah. I, I'm very huge into, um, I'm very open to trying new things that's, because. Yeah, that's the greatest attitude. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Right? Yeah. Well, you just, you never know Someone that's help. open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, you just don't know what's going to help. Um, and to mm-hmm. me, I've always believed your physical health and your mental health go hand in hand. They oh do. yeah, they if, do. You know, if and, I'm not feeling good, I'm going to be depressed. Yeah. If I'm, mm-hmm frustrated over something i'm gonna eventually get angry about it yeah, you know sure. i just it's you know like you said, it's a cycle it's a it, vicious little cycle it really is think of the easiest way to think of it is like if you're angry or you have resentment right you're feeling resentful about something and you let that go throughout the day what happens physically you may have a stomach ache you may have like the tension builds up somewhere physically from a mental state right so the the mental mm-hmm. portion Basically, your body is going to physiologically going to have uh, some type of symptom based off of what you're feeling in your mind, right? Yeah. So they they work hand in hand, and in fact, the in Chinese medicine they they've they've called for man for decades they've called the 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 gut your second brain, and uh, I mean you secrete over two hundred neurotransmitters um, from the gut, and uh, when people say, yeah, I- "Hey, I have that gut instinct." To be honest, you may be literally secreting uh, neurotransmitters that are firing, and then your brain through the vagus nerve says, hey, wait, what is this? And then you have to translate that through the brain. So the brain doesn't decide until after you feel it. It's really, it's, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I and, tried anc- uh, acupuncture, yeah. and that was one of the Great. areas we yeah. focused on. Sure. You know, it was because, sure. like she just said, you know, like you said, it, it's just this buildup of mm-hmm. so much um, nastiness you know and that if you if you relieve that it's gonna work your whole body not just your brain yeah Yeah. it's interesting how everything works together you know for sure yeah i didn't want to turn this into a supplement nutrition (laughs) podcast but but if you get me going i'll literally go (laughs) you could go all day all day man this is what what i do but if it helps you know because it's um in my life, my uh, former sister-in-law, she also has fibromyalgia, and she has it way worse than me. Um, mm. I have another girlfriend who has it. True. And if I can learn a little something, yeah, maybe and pass it, it on them. to them. Yeah, exactly. See. And and that's what I love about you. Like you're always, um, your focus is always to help other people out in any way you can. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's, that's a that's, uh, that's a great I get my quality. Joy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you. It, it's where I get my joy. Um, I always, it's so cheesy, but I love the movie Elf, and I'm <laughs> yeah. Smiling is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's like my favorite thing. I hate yeah. having to wear masks. Yeah, it's, oh, man, it's so fall. hard. Uh, <laughs> we're, like smiling's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> we're against masks yeah. here. Yeah, I. As much as you can, like we just, yeah, just go outside and yeah, breathe the fresh breathe. air. Yeah. Go, go, get I mean, some vitamin D. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, uh, my biggest thing is I always have windows cracked in my house, even when it's yeah. winter time. It's you got to move that stagnant air. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah, you sure. know? Um, yeah. It's just crazy that their solution is to lock out everyone up in their homes and right. make them well wear masks. And I don't know. It's well, just, Amazon makes like tons of money because everybody yeah. orders everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. whoa. Well, we, dude. Oh. Right before this happened, um, Amazon moved out here to Maryland. We have quite a few, you know, distribution centers, so you're mm. constantly seeing the truck. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, they're drive running by, and it's like, okay. seven days a week, and yeah, 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 all hours um, of the and, night. And this COVID's been, you know, this is rough on a lot of people. You know, you really um, is. You know, I, someone said something like, you know, um, people like me who we already have kind of like that OCD. Yeah. We already have that anxiety. Like mm-hmm. we're prepared for it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, actually we're not because all it's done is ramp it up. Yep. Sure. And you're watching people who don't know it suffer. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know you how know. to deal with um, it. They, yeah. Yeah. Don't know how to deal with anxiety. And I m- imagine the kids oh, like it's hard. Yeah. The kids at school and stuff like that. It It's just bullshit that they have to deal with the, all of this stuff. I, know. I, I don't know. It's oh, yeah. just, but, it, but it's okay guys, because <laughs> COVID doesn't get anybody sick when you're out on recess. Yeah. Only when you're indoors. Yeah. I don't know. So you don't have to wear your mask outside. You can play. Such... You can spit on each other. <laughs> but then once you go back into class, you have to wear it. So stupid. Um, yeah. oh, Caitlin and I actually went and got blood work this morning. And mm-hmm. um, on our way home, we, there was like groups and groups of masses of kids, you know, doing soccer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like these little like five and six years old. And it's like, okay, so... Yeah. They can kick a ball around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're okay. What about me? It's, uh, but yeah. Yeah, um, no, the, this doesn't make any sense. It, yeah. Like, yeah. No. no um, but when, you, when you're talking about mental health and all that kind of stuff, all of those things have, have risen. Yeah. And the, oh, yeah. the, sure. the statistics of, of even suicide, domestic violence, yeah. all that kind of stuff has gone I, up. I can't it's... imagine the amount of people that have anxiety right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, it's you know, it's just you know like um the waiting list to get help you know for to see therapists. I have a friend who I think she's it's a two month waiting list for her to get help. Yeah, wow. Um, you know, and it's insane. I, just, I really yeah, and I really feel like you know I've kind of ramped up more sharing. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. there are times I am very um nervous about sharing because you know I I have a job and sure. yeah. you know yeah. Some of them follow me on Facebook and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't yeah. want to think, you know, I'm not going to be able to handle this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm very blessed because my, you know, I have a lot of support at work. They're very understanding of that. Uh, having in this work for. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Can yeah. you explain you like your parents a little bit? 
like the help you get from them? Mm, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'd love to. So, um, my mom and dad have been married for 35 years. My dad was, wow, that's uh, incredible. These yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's 35. I might be wrong. That's it might awesome. be 36. Um, uh, my, my dad's a Marine. He was in Vietnam. Um, mm. they actually met through, uh, Veterans organization called AMVET. Um, my mom, I think at the time, was a receptionist there. And um, the military is just kind of veterans affairs have just been a part of my life since they got married. I think yeah. I was. Uh, yeah, sure. I was seven. Maybe I'll, I've been always <laughs> having that in me in your mind. And uh, so, did you want to serve, or did that not? Um, actually, yeah, I did. I really did. Um, but like I, sadly, the, the drug yeah. 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 My it gets in the way of everything, not just the military or whatever. It's just, it gets in any, or it gets in the way of anything you want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love, family, yeah. job, yep. kids, you know, it's just an awful thing. But, yeah. um, my parents are huge supporters. I actually am currently living with them. Okay. Um, it's it's kind of like a double bonus. I get to help them out with things, and they um, help me out with Caitlin. So, like, right now with her being um, learning from home, I, I'm telework, but I still have to physically go into my office at least once a week. Okay. So, I have them here um, when school's closed prior to COVID, and I was, you know, working full time, you know, at the office full time. It's, it's beneficial for all of us. Um, they are very accepting of me and mm-hmm. my, uh, my aggressive moments. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably, that's the worst for me, honestly, with bipolars. I'm very, yeah. um, aggressive. I have a mm. very short temper. Yeah. Um, the one thing I've always been happy of is, um, my kids, it very rarely has ever, ever been, um, focused at them. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's that's I. Some days, like I said, I just wonder how I've done it because mm-hmm. um, I, for so many years, I was forty before I got diagnosed with bipolar. Wow! And wow. Um, you think for so long, you know, I my biggest thing is I, I thought I could control it. Yeah, you know, if mm-hmm. I can, I've got this. I'm going to be okay. So you probably and had a feeling like something until was, forty yeah. years old that something was up. Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of like I was done. I knew I could no longer, my body just couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, um, and, you know, um, like I said, my husband, ex-husband did attempt to get me to get help. And I just was just like, oh, no, I'm not going to take this medicine. That's going to control the way I am. I don't mm-hmm. have time for the, you know, the, the therapy sessions. Yeah. And you make the excuses. Do you know what I mean? Because back mm-hmm. then, you know, in 20 years ago, it really was a stigma against, you know, bipolar disorders and depression. It yeah. Was, you know, it was really different back then. If, if um, you had yeah. one of those two things, like something was seriously wrong with you is what it right. makes you feel like. I, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel crazy. You feel like, you know, you can't control yourself. You know, it's just, you feel like people are going to start judging you, yeah, you know, people are sure. going to think you can't be a good mom and it just, it feeds off of what you already feel. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Huh? So, um, yeah, so it took me many years. It actually took me until we, me and my ex-husband separated. 
before I went and got the help. Mm, sure. Um, you know, uh, it's, I just, if I can be there for one person, I always tell people my inbox is just always open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll mm-hmm. listen to you uh, all I, day uh, long. Like I said, let's, one of the things I really appreciate about you is, is just your willingness to help out and your willingness to step in. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I just, you know what it's, you know, I guess it's kind of like you with your TBI. You know what it's like and you want yeah. people to hear it and see it. Mm-hmm. And if you can help someone, it's all the better, Yep. you know? And so if I can help someone, I'm going to be happy, you know, because I know maybe I've saved a life. Yeah. 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 You, know? you never um, know. Yeah. How, um, how you know, far your reach goes. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And especially with social media now, you know, it yeah, really yeah. makes a huge That's difference. Expanded it by tenfold. Yeah. Um, you know, I try, I'm a firm believer that, you know, the thing, you know, you don't know what the person beside you is going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a firm believer of third. Like if I see someone, I'm like, you know, Oh, I love your hair or your shoes or, you know, it yeah, is compliments. Try and brighten and someone's day. day. Yeah. Yep. See, that's what's so hard about, like, giving the smiles these days, because that was one way that I would do that. I would smile at the cash register, yeah. smile at, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. it, it's hard when, like, you don't get to see people's faces as much. Yeah. And that yeah, can and make it, someone's it, day, you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. And, like, for my daughter being, you know, deaf, a lot of their sign language is facial. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, it, for sure. And so that makes it difficult. You know, you're already struggling, like being able to function in uh, here in society. And now here you go, you can't show those expressions. Yeah. I speaking of um, hearing impaired, like language, I would love to learn how to sign with the American sign language. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, I'm going to be very honest. I actually don't know it. I'm actually taking courses right now. Mm. Um, it's, there's actually, it's uh, about a quarter of parents with hearing impaired children are the only ones that know sign language. About huh. 75% mm. of us don't know sign language. That's crazy. But the yeah. thing is, and you grew you know, up, I mean, you raised her, yeah. so there's, there's, there's different communication. Visual, visual cues and stuff. Yeah. There, well, there's even mm-hmm. that spiritual yeah. communication. Like, yeah. you, you guys, you know each other on that level, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um. But as she's gotten older, do you know what I mean? Like now she's really wanting to like communicate. Mm, And um, and with the brain damage, the way it works for her is, um, you know, we all have the gray matter in our brain. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Underneath the gray gray matter is white matter. Mm. And that's what kind of connects everything from the right and left side of the brain. And she's missing that. Yeah. In the front, back and middle. Mm. So, her learning, like, um, she's 17 and in math, she's roughly at a, a fifth grade level. Yeah. Um, reading, uh, she's only still at a kindergarten level. So for us learning sign language, she wasn't really learning it, mm-hmm. you know, because she just was, it wasn't always connecting. Oh, gotcha. And yeah. like I said, yeah. So being immersed in, um, Maryland school for the deaf, she, that's all she lives with. You know, so it's helped her. So now it's like, uh oh, it's time for mommy to learn it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her school offers free classes for parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. That's yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, 
I want to finish off this podcast by asking you some questions and um rapid fire here it goes so (laughs) if you had the chance to travel anywhere in the world where would it be and why Machu Picchu and the reason why is um love it I love um I'm kind of like not conspiracy theory but like Mm -hmm. ancient aliens like I yeah. watched that together. And it's just like I would love to like go and like, see spot. it, and you know, yeah, yeah. And I say that is yeah, a that's really interesting place. Yeah, I'm supposed yeah. to bring yeah, definitely. I'm supposed to bring some ashes of my father there. That was in his will, oh, man. And I'm like, Dad, that is uh, awesome. well, I couldn't even say this to him, but I'm like, he did. He did know that that's like illegal. You're not supposed to do yeah, that. Yeah, but <laughs> right. literally, it said he wants it on the top of Ma- uh, Machu Picchu, and he's like, you'll know the place. My mom, like, what? my mom wants go? hers in Disney Disneyland. <laughs> really? Just, I have a little vial, like a little tiny <laughs> yeah. vial that that I'm gonna I'm gonna take with me. Um, you know. Anyways, we're gonna do that. So, Machu Picchu. That's it's great. Funny you guys say that. Um, because Shane, um, my mother and uh, John, my mom wants to be, um, cremated, and she wants to be at JFK Stadium out here. Redskin. Well, I. What formerly the Redskins, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Um, a, a casino, a uh-huh. Walmart parking lot, oh and the rest gosh. of it in the ocean. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> hey, well, yeah. you know, when when they pass, you you honor their wishes, you know. So, oh, totally. Yeah. I'll find a way to do it. So the next question is: If you could be any animal, what would you be? <laughs> And why? And oh, why? Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a random, random question, but it's great. We just want to hear Yeah, that one's going to, it kind of takes me off guard. Um, you know, I think I'd want to be a butterfly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, butterflies bring happiness. They well, um, oh, they do. The, the thing messengers. that makes me scared about being a butterfly is the lifespan. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> But, but you wouldn't know, any, you would know a, any different. You yeah, know any maybe different. it feels different for a but, butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just for me, like, I think I heard John say, they're messengers. Yeah, There's they a lot of people who believe that when you see a butterfly, that is someone who's passed on saying hello to you. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll tell you what, my sister, she loved butterflies, and I, I feel like that's every time I see a butterfly, that's what I feel like she's around. And, uh, yep, yeah, I'm... Uh, quite a few of my tattoos are butterflies. Um, there you go. I absolutely love them. Um, and you, the movie, uh, I fell in love with them in Patch Adams. Oh, I remember that one. The it was a good show. It's, it. it's, 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 there's some heavy parts, but it's a good show. Yeah. And that's the heavy part and to end in such a beautiful manner uh-huh. with that butterfly kind of was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in love with them now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Butterfly it is. Um, so the yep. next question is, what is your favorite band? Oh goodness, you you already know the answer. To this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Tool. Yeah, to, um, <laughs> there's just some, and um, of course, the Perfect Circle right along yep. with them. Didn't um, they just come out with a new one? Um, Perfect Circle. Perfect. Um, I don't think so. No, I know Tool did. Tool did. Well, I yeah. know Tool did. And, Fear Inoculum. And, yeah. Um, you're thinking Pussifier. Oh, yeah, Pussifier. Yeah. They're coming out with a new one. Yeah. Okay. He just yeah, has so um, many projects. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maynard he's, does a lot of things. 
And oh, yeah. he makes wine in Arizona. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Uh, one day I will be able to get a bottle of <laughs> Maynard, yeah. I don't Maynard's drink. wine. One day I'll be able to get a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you can just keep it, you know? Yeah. Just keep it in the cellar. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. But yeah. Okay. And what is one thing that you that annoys you the most? Oh, okay. What is the one thing that annoys you the most? Rude people. Yeah. 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 For sure. I just um I was raised that you treat everybody the same, um, unless they give you a reason not to. And when I see people just being so nasty to people, yeah. I just And what's the point? I yeah. 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 So, yeah, rude people. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to say, when people ask me annoying questions. <laughs> <laughs> that only happens at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, where can people follow, follow you at, like on Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, and it's, uh, oddly enough, Kiki um, Butterfly. Oh, there you go. That's how you can... F- yeah, my um, my nieces, when they were babies, they, of course, couldn't say Nikki, and so I became Kiki Butterfly. So, <laughs> Kiki Butterfly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's how you can find me on Instagram, and on Facebook, it's Nicole Rogers. Yeah, okay. Um, and you're active on both? Yes. Okay. I'm a little bit more active on Facebook, of course, mm-hmm. between the Iron Will group and um another uh group i'm part of so um yeah i'm facebook's normally the best way Mm -hmm. um to get a hold of me because facebook kind of um lets you know when you get messages and on instagram it kind of stays in the background too Mm. much and if you're not friends with i have a feeling that you follow some really awesome people and um so who stands out and who you're following as someone that you go back to to find inspira- inspiration. inspiration, yes, yeah. Oh goodness, there's so many of them. Um, mm-hmm. yep. I love. So there's one that's not. He's not um, necessarily. He's not famous. Um, that's, name, yeah. Let's uh, yeah, make him Lawrence. famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Lawrence. <laughs> I think it's Ortez. I would have to double check. Um, he's on Instagram. He is just one. You're you're cutting out. Say it again. Uh, he's just very positive. Everything's okay. a positive message. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a recruiter for the army, and I don't just uh, I I don't know which one of us follows you first. Um, so he's a good one. Um, Sean Whalen. Yeah, I like Sean him. Whalen is awesome. He's, he is he, one. He's a local. Yeah, he's local to Utah. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah, he 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 lives not too far from where we're at right now. Yeah. I think it's it for me with him. It's the love of family. Yeah. For you me know, with his, him, it's how he doesn't like, um, he doesn't, he has, um, a hashtag that is landlord. And that means he's own space in your head. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Anybody who's just inspirational, um, mm-hmm. and there's so sure. many out there right now. Um, you put me on the spot, and of course, my little mm-hmm. brain can't think of it. That's right. <laughs> can't think of much. Um, and there's so many people who are just your average people. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Yep. Sharing messages. Yeah, yeah. Just Sean Costello. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Sean Costello is awesome. Yeah. You know, 
you know, um, people in the group, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. just, you know, Jessica, Cassie, yeah. you've already had on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get Jessica so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, she's, I think the, she's just amazing. Like she's just there. She has no judgment. Yeah, um, the same cool. thing with Cassie. There's so many of them. I could rattle off a hundred of their names, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and it's just nice to be somewhere where there's no judgment. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. There's nothing but love, support, and encouragement. Yep. And that's a hundred percent where I want to be in life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, Jessica and I have actually even talked about, you know, being in Iron Will, the, the, how much it's helped us, you know, that's um, awesome. sharing the podcast, this yeah. 5K coming up. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited. I'm so excited for that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and, we're extremely excited about the 5k and I'm going to let John kind of talk about his 30 day challenge and where like he's been, um, emailing everyone on the 30 day Mm -hmm. challenge. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, yeah. Um, So everybody out there, just if, if you want to be added to the email list, just let us know. We can, we can just, put you right in because a lot of these challenges can be done at any time. Some of these can be done multiple in a day. We're just trying to keep it simple, but give you something to look forward to that you maybe not are doing already. Right. Some of them are nutrition stuff. Some of it's mindset stuff. Some of it is uh, physical stuff and uh, just trying to throw some randomness in there just to, just to mess with you. Make it interesting. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's great. We'll do that clear up until November. Yeah. Yeah, it. I'll you know I, the plank challenge. I finally mm-hmm. broke down and did. <laughs> yeah, what'd you get? Still not a hundred percent on. <laughs> uh, Twenty six. There you go. Good. Yeah. yeah. So and like you said, there's so there. It's very. I personally, for me, I enjoy daily going and looking. And like you said, mm-hmm. I haven't done the burpees, but I know it's there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was know, a little okay, high. Hey, I was I, like. 30 burpees? Should I really do 30? <laughs> well, okay. well, whatever. <laughs> but know, I did but say like you could the do them throughout the day, yeah. But affirmations. Yeah, and then it's like. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know. Affirmations are some of those things that I think people should do every single day. It's one of the things that has saved my mental health, my life. I, I have them on my phone as alarms. Yeah. And so every time my alarm goes off, I read it. And if not, um, if not out loud in my head, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's so funny because like, I actually have one from own the dash that I keep as my screensaver and Great. it's the one where he, uh, it was, uh, shook as my thing back in, was it a bad day or was it just five, uh, five minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah, kidding. Great. And yeah. that's and so true. Yeah. Real, it, yeah. You know, that's a huge reminder. Like I have, I actually printed it out and it sits at my desk at work. Um, because it is, you know, there's moments where it's just like you feel like yeah. the day is just ruined and it's really not. It's, it's really just, just five that went bad. really bad minutes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and knowing um, that, having that type of uh, understanding that everything, I mean, really, it's the, the, the philosophy of that everything does end. Yeah. There are, there's an end to it. Yep. That if whatever you're feeling, the pain. Whether the, the storm. Yeah. You, you, you can make yeah. it through that. Yeah. Yep, it's, you know, it, it's a matter of learning to swim through the rough currents, you know. Yeah. 
it's, you know, so those little things, like I, I have something that says, you know, if a, tor- if a tortilla can rise up, so can you, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I just have, it's just cheesy saying, yeah. you know, but they help. Like you said, they're motivational, they yeah. positive affirmation, mm-hmm. and make a difference. We yeah, just want people to like, I don't know, it's just, we want to make the world a better place, you know? For sure. Like uh, Dakota oh, yeah. Meyer always says. For sure. Yeah. I, yeah, COVID has messed me up with that because, um, I'm sorry to drag this out, but um, at my job, we do what they call a summer youth initiative. Mm-hmm. And we take 10 kids from five different rec centers here in Baltimore City, and we spend a whole entire week with them. Yeah. That's and great. And we take them to different parts of the airport, you know, and um, trying to show them the different options that they have. They get to go up in uh, Cessna planes and we just do all kinds of stuff with them. And to have that taken away this year, um, not being able to, Like there's multiple things that have been taken away. I'm glad um, in Utah where we live, they were able to do like a little league baseball Mm -hmm. and little league soccer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I'm really thankful that the kids got to experience that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's already been hard enough taking all their their fun away. is just, uh, it's hard. Yeah. Especially during the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, but yeah, no. Um, so like I said, I just, if I can just help one person, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll be happy. Yep. Okay. Okay, Nicole, um, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us and for sure. Yeah. And sharing your story. Mm -hmm. You've inspired me today. Yep. Um, me too. uh, Influenced me to, to, to do better. Yeah. To be better. And then to give back. Yeah. Like you do. Like, I I think that's one of the, uh, easiest ways to heal Mm -hmm. is to focus on something other than yourself. Yeah. Okay, definitely. You still need to take time for yourself, but yeah, you also need to give to others and help. You do. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, great having you. Yep. Thank right. you, guys. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Okay. Right. You, you too. too. Bye bye. See ya. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.